every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyperconscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we were lucky enough to sit down with the amazing Maya Diamond and talk all about relationships and masculine and feminine and all of that happy jazz. Oh yeah. Happy jazz. Today, for episode number 307, we are going to do a... Is it six or seven? No, it's 307. Okay. Uh, We are going to do a five-minute clinic on time management. So before we jump into this episode, I want to talk a little bit about coaching and the value of it. So I was doing a little bit of coaching with Emilia yesterday about fitness, and we were actually masterminding a bit, and she was writing out a lot of the things that she's learned from me and from Bianca uh, about how to get the physique of her dreams. And I realized a couple things. Number one, this can be a really overwhelming topic, and number two, the spring is coming. So especially if you're in the New England area, like... If you want to go to the beach this summer with friends and family, I just want people to feel good about their own bodies. The number one form of shame in this country, especially with females, is body image. And what you think you want is a strong, fit, healthy body, and that's great. But what you really want is self-esteem. And if you coach with me, you can reach out to any of my other clients. Um, I'm actually going to do a social media post on the gram today. Uh, and I'll do this consistently where you can reach out to them, ask their experience. But if you've never had guidance in this arena, just try it for a few weeks. You can message me or Kevin uh, anytime. And if you go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click join hashtag hyperconsciousnation. Also, our website's getting rebuilt. So if you want to see the dinosaur of the website that we have, that's <laughs> not going to be there uh, much longer. We're having a new one revamped by the one and only Tiffany Wells. Guys, if If you want to be part of a group that is inclusive, that is supportive, that is a bunch of people that want the same thing that you want, where you feel like you're part of something bigger, where you feel like you're welcome, where you can talk about the things that really matter. We had somebody today or yesterday say that they wanted to hear an episode on binge eating. And Alan and I don't really know much about that. I think that's a deeper thing that we don't have any experience with. But somebody in the group literally said, hey, I have a lot of experience with that in my past feel free and don't hesitate to reach out and message me and I'll gladly listen to you and help you through anything I can. Like That is the kind of community we're trying to build, so I was super proud to to see that. If you want to be part of that, go to the website, click join hashtag hyperconsternation, you will be there. Going to be a great group. Great okay, five-minute clinic on oh, yeah. managing your time. Managing your time. All right, so shout out to Nathan in Hyperconscious Nation. He asked for this. Uh, this is something that I think he was struggling a little bit. So Client of mine. Client of yours. So we just wrote down five things quickly because it's a five-minute clinic. And number one, learn to master your calendar. What does that mean? So Dave Meltzer talks about being a student of your calendar. We found out that that's a few things. Uh, number one is, first and foremost, using a calendar. I use G- uh, Google Calendar. What do you use? Same. Google Calendar yeah. as well. Um, but using a calendar is number one. Number two, following through on what you intend that week. And then number three, adapting along the way. Number four is going to be reflecting on the week so that you can learn where you're spending your time. I think becoming a master of your calendar is just 
following through on the intentions that you set in advance. And that's going to, I mean, I don't know anyone who's a master of their time that doesn't master their calendar. Yeah. And I think the, like to unpack the layers, I remember when I didn't use my calendar at all. Right. Isn't I, and, crazy to and think And if that? you're, it is, it yeah. is. And if you're that person, that's fine. Like when you don't know, you don't know. But when you start using your calendar and you see like, oh, Saturday I scheduled work from eight to noon. Like I'm going to go out with my friends after, but from eight to noon on Saturday, I have work to do. That's one way that you can be more efficient with your time and manage your time better. So mastering and becoming a student of your calendar is definitely very important. Number two, write down your daily MVPs, three to five things that if they get done today, will move the needle on your goals. Like these are the things that have to get done. So Alan and I record episodes on Monday. Mm. I literally always nap. I always nap on Monday. Uh, That's kind of the only day I nap now. That's one of my MVPs, believe it or not, because I usually don't get a lot of sleep on Sunday night because I'm with Taryn and I I haven't been sleeping well. I don't know why. But... That's not that's one of the things. And then upload the episode on Monday, right? That's another one of my MVPs. So what are the three to five things that are unreasonably important to your goals and they're gonna help move the needle and create progress for you? Sit down, write those out, and then make sure that you're designing and adding those to your calendar so you can get them done. So MVP means most valuable priorities. And when you write them down and check them off, it feels really good to cross them off. Remember, it's trigger, behavior, reward. That's how humans are wired. The trigger is writing the MVP down and then seeing it and then going and doing it. So there's there's no better way to get things done for me than lists. Making lists of stuff, it, it's absolute fire. Yeah, and you're going to make sure you're not spending your time. Like, if you have something that is two weeks out and you have something that's two days out, your MVP should be the two-day thing. Right. Right? The two-week thing, yeah, it's important, but you're going to have time to do it later. Exactly. All right, number three, start and end on time. This mm-hmm. is something that I feel like I'm very good at <laughs> and Alan is getting better at. Yes. So, oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Kind. You're welcome. <laughs> so, since you're mastering and becoming a student of your calendar, it's going to say, I have a call with Tiffany at noon. Noon to one, I'm scheduled to talk with Tiff. Right. Right. So that means that any time before that and any time after that, if I'm still talking to Tiff or anybody, right, I'll just use Tiff, Tiff as an example, that is not taking away, but that's taking the place of something else that I should be doing. Right. That's why I'm so, I'm so like strict when it comes to, you know, I have an hour call. I try to, I try to make sure it stays to an hour. We have a 15 minute podcast. I try to make sure it does. I mean, obviously that doesn't. That doesn't really work as out. The timer goes yeah, off in timer. five minutes. But for the guest episodes, <laughs> right. we're all we very, very, very rarely go over an hour. Right. Almost never. Yeah. And the reason is because it's consistency. It's consistency. And as you level up, like if we're let's say when we're in California, right? We're in California and we have four episodes that we're recording in a day. We have to be on time. Right. If we're not on time, we don't get where we need to go. The other thing, just real quick about this, is I remember I would go over with my peak performance calls with my fitness coach, Nate Smithson, and because we would go over so consistently, there would be this subconscious aversion to the calls. So instead of being consistent for an hour a week, we were spotty for two hours a month. And that's what ends up happening because it's like, I can't devote another two or three hours to this. So it ends up hurting your consistency. So I agree with this very much. I need to get better at it. Uh, Full disclosure. And it's it's also, just quickly, I know we're over on this, but it's one of those things where... Say you only have an hour allocated for for that, and then you had two hours allocated that you needed to complete a task. If you run your call over by an hour, you just cut your other time in half. Right. So you're only going to be half as productive on that. And then everything else is going to have to adjust. Right. Number four, no distractions. This is a big one. I'm reading a book called Indistractable. We're actually interviewing 
the author we are. of that book. Yes, we are. I believe in April, early I, April. I don't know. Thank you, Amy, is. for setting that up. Yes. And thank you, Mark, for that recommendation. For but this is a big one. I think this is the kryptonite today. So my day goes off the rails if I allow distractions in. All I will say is that persons, places, things, and ideas that are not a priority to your core values and your goals, all of that is what I would consider inessential. Now, are there times when distractions are okay? Sure, but I would say only if you choose in advance that you're going to be distractible for that allocated time. And, like, guys, if you're the age that Alan and I are, if you're 25 to 30 or if you're older, remember before cell phones. Like, that's what you have to do. Put your cell phone, it doesn't have to be away, but put your cell phone on silent, flip it upside down so you don't see the notifications, and make sure that you're not losing track of time, like, going through your phone. If right. you want to post on social media, that's fine. But set a timer so after you post on social media, you're done with your phone. Right. Right? You you cannot multitask. Nobody multitasks well. Right. Because think of it. If you're getting 50% of each thing done, you're not even getting half of what you want it done. The one thing here is it it takes 11 minutes, I believe, to get back into a state of flow. And that's why, like, have you ever been in a workout and then someone interrupts you and you have a long conversation and it's really hard to get back into the workout? That's what's happening to us all day, every day. So it's not the amount of time you spend in bed. It's the amount of time you spend in REM. Darren Hardy talks about REM productivity being indistractable alone time, like you alone in solitude in your office. You're going to get way more done alone than constantly distracted. Boom. All right, number five, you need to start. So the bookends of your day are unreasonably important. Mm. So what I say to, to people all the time is your morning routine starts the night before. Right. Right? So like what you're doing the night before is just as important as what you're doing the morning of. Right. And I think people say like, oh, it's odd. Like you wake up at four. How do you do that? I go to bed early. I'm not amazing for getting up at four. I'm actually, I, I think I'm better because I go to bed early. And if you didn't, it would be really hard to get up at four. Oh, it, would be, it would be brutal. Right. Exactly. You say your thing. The quality of your day is the quality of how you start and end your days. So, <laughs> right. Brutal. If you have a bad, and it's funny because the person who recommended this topic, I just had a coaching call with him not long ago where we actually created uh, or actually uncovered his old best morning and night routine, and, and that was a big intention that we set. So, if the middle of the day goes off the rails, as long as you start and end on point, like we all know, we've all had days where we woke up already in the thick of things versus days when you woke up three hours early yeah. and like had time for yourself. Whatever that morning ritual is, um, stick to it because it's absolutely critical. And again, it does start the night before because if you go to bed at 2 a.m. and your intention was to wake up at 5 and go to the gym for 6, you're already screwing that up. Yeah from the night before. You're setting yourself up for failure and then you're going to feel bad about it and then probably fall off the habit altogether. On purpose versus by accident. I remember Alan and I used to be in the studio till 1 or 2 in the morning and I would try to get up at 5 a.m. the next day and it would throw off my entire day. Right. There's a reason we try to get in and out of the studio now. Not because we don't like being here but because there's so many other things. Today affects tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And as long as you know that and you're using, you know, your, you're using that as a way to leverage your time better. Right. To make sure you're not doing anything that's going to take away from tomorrow. So these are some quick, like five quick things. Um, I think the most important one to for you guys is probably master your calendar. Because if you're in a job and you're not working for yourself necessarily yet, you're used to being told where to be at a certain time. Right. And when you're on your own, it's it's harder to do that. So I agree with that. Don't let the calendar overwhelm you. I had to start. Everyone starts somewhere. I remember my aunt Joanne. I saw her calendar once and it freaked me out. 
now I understand why she got to that point. She's decades into using her calendar. I'm on my way to that. So it's very important. I would never go back. No. No. All right. I think we're going to get out of here. All right. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be more productive and take control of your schedule and your time, reach out to Alan and myself. We can help you do that. Mm-hmm. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. We will talk to you on Wednesday. A. Wet a nest day. Talk yes, to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes, and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious.